Welcome to a Durban Christian Centre South message. We believe that the message you are about to hear shall change you, realign your focus, and build you up to walk circumspectly before the Lord. The title of my message this morning is Kingdom Life. Hallelujah. Kingdom Life. And um, you can take your Bibles and turn to Mark chapter 1 and verse 14. When we look at kingdom life, it's first seen in Jesus. Jesus is the original manifestation of kingdom life. The prophets foretold this and spoke of this day that would come. And Jesus lived the kingdom life. Jesus is the miracle man. I can just imagine walking with Jesus, being the disciples. And uh, John, John the Beloved speaks in John 1.14 about Jesus and he said, And the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us and we beheld his glory as of the only begotten of the Father full of grace and truth. Oh, the wonder of Jesus. Seeing Emmanuel, God with us. John says, we saw him. We touched him. We handled this kingdom man, this miracle man. Uh, 1 John 1, uh, he writes these words, That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled. He's trying to fathom the depth that they were touching God in the flesh and experiencing the miracle man himself. Hallelujah. He was from a different kingdom. He was in this earth, but he was not from the earth. He was the son from above. He lived a life that the world couldn't identify with. In fact, the world didn't know him, couldn't, couldn't fathom him. And uh, Jesus says, listen, if you want to know who I am, look at the miracles. That's who I am. I'm a kingdom man. I'm a miracle man. I am God present with you. In fact, they often says, never have we seen anything like this. Being with Jesus is like being at the end of your senses. Being beyond your capacity to comprehend. Hallelujah. To fathom the depths. Jesus came and he is a kingdom man. His whole life manifested the kingdom of heaven. He, he was a revelation of the kingdom. Someone said, you know, it must have been so wonderful to be with Jesus. If he was here, I'd bring my troubles to him. I want to remind you today, Jesus said, I'm here in your midst. Where two or three are gathered, I'm in your midst. Hallelujah. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Jesus said, 
I will be with you. When you look at Jesus, his testimony is that he is the word of the Father. He is from above. It was like he was living and he was saying, let me show you how life is where I am from. You know, my daughter is back from, from the UK. She's come back to South Africa to deal with something with her passport and all that. And we're so glad about the passport issue. <laughs> Amen. But she's starting to talk about how things are in the UK. You know. I said, well, it's not like that there. You know. Old people just walk on the streets late at night, riding their little scooters. Out in the streets. And talking about how different it is, let me tell you, Jesus came from a different place. And he revealed a life that's completely different so that you and I can live a life that is completely different. The anointing, the presence of the Holy Ghost comes to us so that we can live a kingdom life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It was like Jesus was saying, let me show you by my lifestyle, by what I say and what I do, where I'm from, and how things are. Hallelujah. You're living in a way that things are not. You're experiencing the world the way the Father has not designed it. Let me show you how it is. He's a kingdom man. Hallelujah. And so, I want to speak to you this morning about kingdom life. Are you ready, Durban Christian Center, Wentworth, watching me there by live stream? I want to speak to you this morning about kingdom life. No, I don't want to speak to you about it. I want to pull you into it. Because we've been called by God to live kingdom life. In Mark chapter 1 and verse 14, that scripture I've asked you to turn to, it says, now after John was put in prison, Jesus came to Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. It's upon you. Repent and believe in the gospel. Jesus was saying the kingdom is here in your midst. It's come upon you. Prophets have foretold. People have looked forward to it. Now I'm here. Hallelujah. Jesus' life, I want you to think about this today, is a demonstration of kingdom life. And tell your neighbor, it's not a showcase story. It's not for you to look at and admire. Yes, we do admire. Kingdom life is a promise to the heirs of salvation. When Jesus showed you kingdom life, he's saying, this is the way you need to live. This is what God has prepared for those who love him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're in this world, but we're not of this world. 
We don't live in the stenching atmosphere. We don't live in death. We don't live in the curse. We don't live in destruction. We live in the kingdom. We live in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. We live in the promises of heaven. We live in a life that Jesus has brought. Somebody say hallelujah. How wonderful the experience must have been for his disciples. To see such a glorious life. Hallelujah. They were constantly amazed. They were constantly challenged. Constantly thinking. You can't say that. You can't do that. How can you speak to a tree Jesus. And the tree dies. How can we row the whole night on our boat. To get to the other side. And you just come walking past on the water. How do you do these things? How are we in the midst of so many people that need food? And you just take five loaves and two fish and feed the multitude. How do you do that? That's kingdom life. That's a life of the sufficiency of heaven. That's a life drawing from a different source. Oh, I like that. Everybody say kingdom life draws from a different source oh my god say it again kingdom life draws from a different source the natural ones who keep drawing you keep pulling you down to draw from the natural source but kingdom life is different they were constantly aware that god is in their midst that at any moment, the miracles can happen. Peter is fishing the whole night. They've done their very best. There's no fish. And Jesus comes and he said, little children, just throw the net on the other side. And how many of you know there's a right side and a wrong side to throw a net? There is, literally. The right side is downstream. Otherwise, the net goes under your boat. So Jesus said, throw it on the other side. So naturally, the net should fold up and flip under the boat. But it doesn't. The net goes down and scoops a miraculous harvest to the point where two boats are necessary to bring in the harvest. And that holiness, like I said, when you saw that video of that girl that started shaking, couldn't speak, just got overwhelmed. Because when the miracle presence of God manifests, a spirit of holiness is manifesting. The holiness, the glory of God manifests so much that Peter fell on his face and said, Lord, depart from us. Because we are not worthy. I'm a sinful man. Incredible. The presence and the glory of Jesus. He felt unworthy. Peter knew this presence, this, there's something about the presence of God, the kingdom, that I'm unworthy of, that is beyond me. And listen, the disciples were constantly on the outside looking in because they were not born again. Amen. I said they were on the outside looking in because they were not born again. 
But you and I, who are born of the Spirit, to us it's been given to know the mysteries of heaven and to understand. I don't know how, I don't know if you realize how privileged you are to know the supernatural dimension of the kingdom. It's so easy to become used to it. And things just, that's the way. Listen, it's supernatural. It's glorious. You're living in a dimension the world can never live in. You're living in a dimension that when it gets tough, the world gets, the world gets full of uh, stress. But we in peace. Hallelujah. When things going down, you're going up. When everybody's getting fired, you're getting promotion. Hallelujah. When things go bad for you, it's not for your destruction, it's for your good. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because he turns all things to work together for good. For those who love him. Hallelujah. In the kingdom, you're never a victim. You're always a victor. When times for reckoning comes, the supernatural God becomes your advocate. He stands up for you. Somebody say hallelujah. So John says we beheld his glory as the only begotten of the Father. He was showing us the kingdom. He's showing us there's a new way of living. Hallelujah. Come on, Christians shouldn't live like the world. You shouldn't be stressed with the world. You shouldn't be worried with the world. You shouldn't be running around like the world. Jesus said, your father knows you need these things. Hello? Amen? The world says, work harder. God says, just do what I tell you to do. Be obedient. Mm. One thing done in obedience manifests the kingdom. Can I say it again? One thing done in obedience manifests the kingdom that has great reward. One act of obedience manifests heavenly provisions. Hallelujah. When you walk... In obedience to the Lord, the kingdom is available. The kingdom is upon you. Hallelujah. And so he came to give us an insight into the higher life, kingdom life. Realize today that the kingdom is above the world system. My wife spoke about it, I think, two weeks ago. The time's going to come where you can't buy or sell. You need a mark on your right hand, your forehead. What are you going to do? You better be living the kingdom life. Tell you, no, I'm not worried or concerned at all. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, say, I'm not worried or concerned at all. Listen, the world's worried. The world stresses. Jesus said, casting your cares on him. Because he cares about you. The kingdom is supernatural. The kingdom is not of this world. God's got ways of looking after you that you cannot imagine. 
And I've learned something about our God. He does it in a new way every time. Every time you think God does it this way, he does it another way. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you start getting, oh man, this is the only way God can do it. You, you're starting to get yourself out of the miraculous. He can do something awesome. Something wonderful. Hallelujah. Think about this miracle working God. When Peter had a problem with tax. And Jesus said, listen, in the kingdom, what you do when it gets tough, have a day of fishing. Go relax. Amen. In fact, don't even put bait on your hook. He said, just throw your hook in. Okay. And the first fish that comes up will have a coin. A gold coin. Pay your tax and my tax while it's at it. Hallelujah. Because I've already provided. Listen, he can make a way where there is no way. He can write your debt off in a moment. He can, he can transfer wealth. He can do. Uh, I, I remember the one day I was, I, was, uh, I was in a really tough place. We were still living in our first house in, uh, in Seaview. And uh, it was tough. And we had a hard, a hard week. And, uh, you know, I took the little bit we had and I walked down to the mall. And I get down there in Southway Mall. And there's a competition going for a car. A car and I think 100,000 Rand with the car. If you can guess, all you had to do to enter the competition... Uh, guess what the value is of the groceries. The car was full of groceries on the inside. You won the car, the groceries, and some cash. And I stood there. I said, Lord, if you want, you can give me a word of knowledge right now. He can. Hello? And I said, you can give me a word of knowledge right now. And I stood right there, shandi, shandi, kurabakandi. <laughs> Tell them, expect the supernatural. Expect an intervention. Expect God to do something. And as I stood there, the Lord said to me, Johnny, you're standing here like you don't have. I've already provided. I don't need to give you a word of knowledge for this. I said, well, thank you, Lord. Amen. I walked away there, I had no word of knowledge, but I was rich. I knew God's already taken care of me. He's already made a way for me. Hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. And uh, walked away from there, went home. I can't remember what happened, but I was okay. I'm still alive. Amen. Doing well. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbors not as tough as you think. It's not the end. It's not over. God is still on the throne. He's still alive. And you're a kingdom subject. There's a different atmosphere about you. There's a different promise for you. You're not subject to this world. Hallelujah. You know, Paul, I like Paul's attitude. 
He was sometimes, the Bible says, he speaks in fastings often. He called it fastings. We would have said, I was hungry. I didn't have food. Paul says, in fastings often. Hallelujah. Well, this is the way God's leading me. I'm fasting. Hallelujah. Amen. He turned a loss into a victory. Because God is on the throne. I'm in the kingdom. The king is in charge of me here. Amen. I'm living a kingdom life. Hallelujah. So if I have to fast, I fast. Hallelujah. If I have to change car, change car. Oh, pastor, I lost my car. No, give it up. God's got something better for you. Oh, what am I going to do? I lost my job. Didn't lose your job. Change has come. When change comes, something better is coming. God always has something better. He has to end what you have because before he can start what he has, no? Our problem is you want to be in control all the time. Amen. I said amen. I remember a friend of mine lost his job. He asked me to go pray for him. He was an old school friend. He asked me, please come pray for me. Uh, that was before he lost his job. I almost I gave away my story before I started. It's not a good storyteller when you do that. Eh? But he phones me. He said, John, please come pray for me. I need a promotion at work. It's really tough. And, and, uh, he didn't say promotion. He said, I, I need an increase. Financially, I'm in a tough place. I don't know what to do. And so we went. We prayed for him for financial miracle. Tell your neighbor, you're in the kingdom. God works in ways that you don't understand. That's beyond you. He's, he's busy. Hallelujah. You stay in faith, God stays busy. <laughs> I like that. And, and we prayed. We said, Lord, give him a miracle. Pay his debts off in the name of Jesus. We believe you. For supernatural debt cancellation. And we felt it in our spirits. We said, hallelujah. We said, God's going to do it. And we thought he's going to get an increase. So he can pay his debt off quicker. Because he was, he was, uh, it was tough. He was paying his debt and going further into debt while he's paying his debt. And, uh, you know, so he phones me on the Friday. Weeping on the phone. Whoa, he says, you prayed, and we believe God, and I lost my job today. I got retrenched. But we believe in a miracle working God. As I said, well, you believe God, I believe God. Amen. We're not flippant about it. Amen. You know, sometimes when people are in trouble, the worst thing you can do is saying, ach, shame. Amen. Don't, don't show no mercy, no compassion. Come on, man. Pull up your boots. Stand in your faith. Believe your God. He's in charge. You're in the kingdom. Amen. I was in, listen, God's going to turn it together for good. 
How many of you have been in situations where the only thing you can pray is God will turn this together for good for me? I don't know how he's going to do it, but I know that this is what he says. It looks bad. It looks finished. It looks like I'm finished. But I know he's going to turn it together for good. Say kingdom life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus wakes up from a deep sleep and the boat's busy sinking. There's a storm. Hallelujah. But he's in the kingdom. He's got kingdom life. Hallelujah. He's in the storm, but he's not subject to the storm. Hallelujah. He rebukes that storm and brings a great calm. And so I said to him, God's going to turn it together for good. Oh, man. The Monday phones me. He said, no, I received my package. They paid him out. I received my package. He said, it is enough to pay my debt off. But then I got no money. <laughs> it, 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 just, it just won't last. So I don't know what to do. So he said, Lord, you're working it together for good. Do you know that Thursday, it was Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday, the company phones him. They've already paid him out. The company phones and says, listen, we made a huge mistake. We shouldn't have let you go. It was somebody else. So we're going to reinstate you. Full benefits, and in fact, we realize how valuable you are to the company. We're giving you a promotion. <laughs> Because we want to keep you. Hallelujah. You're a keeper. Come on, tell your neighbor, you're a keeper. God, God keeps you. You're valuable to him. Hallelujah. Jesus lived kingdom life. Amen. Somebody say, I'm part of the kingdom. Amen. You hear that, Wentworth? Say with me, I'm part of the kingdom. Hallelujah. I'm thinking of that song. Don't you want to be a part of the kingdom? Man, the glory of God. And so God just turned the whole situation around. I'm talking about a miracle working God who blesses a miracle life, who has anointed you to live by the kingdom. Somebody say amen. Jesus said, the time is at hand. The kingdom has come. Hallelujah. It's upon you. His life's from above. When, when, when things come against you, realize you're from above. You're above that thing. Amen. It comes against your natural man. Your, if you will submit to the natural, you'll be affected like natural men. But if you will act in faith, you'll be above. And not beneath. Somebody say hallelujah. Jesus demonstrated the kingdom. He said the kingdom of God is at hand. I want you to know the kingdom of God is upon you. The kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of God is within you. You are a subject of the kingdom. You're an heir and a joint heir. Everybody say I'm part of the kingdom. I, I'm living a kingdom life. Hallelujah. Man, I'm not getting through my notes, but that's okay. Jesus preached 
the kingdom. Now, as, as I was preparing, uh, God just laid on my heart to tonight speak about that the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. What does that mean? What is Jesus speaking about? So that's tonight. Okay? So let's go to an ad break. <laughs> tonight we'll have that. Amen. All right, but let, let's continue. So do you hear me? Wentworth, be a tonight. Amen. And so what does Jesus come? He comes to reveal the kingdom. He comes to show us kingdom life. In other words, if you want to know how God designed you to live, look at Jesus. Amen. When, when, uh, when Jesus called Paul, he's, he, came, he said to him, I've, I've come to open people's eyes to see something that the natural man can never teach them. He says in Acts 26 verse 18, to open their eyes... In order to turn them from darkness to light. And from the power of Satan to God. That they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance. Among those who are sanctified by faith in me. Hallelujah. What is this kingdom? What is the purpose of this kingdom? Let's read it again. To open their eyes. Hallelujah. The anointing of God, open your eyes. Anoint your eyes with salve to see. Hallelujah. To open their eyes in order to turn them from darkness to light. From the power of Satan to God. That they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance. Oh, come on. Just lift your hands to receive an inheritance. I, I receive an inheritance. What inheritance? The kingdom. Hallelujah. That inheritance is yours and that miracle is waiting to be worked at any moment in your life. Hallelujah. I, I, I love telling this story. We, we, were, uh, we were at a Kenneth Copeland crusade, remember, uh, at the Hilton. And uh, we are there. And uh, I mean, he takes up a, uh, he takes up a good offering. Uh, by the time he's finished your offering, you have no money in your pocket. <laughs> Amen. He works your faith. And I worked my faith. And I put, we had no money left. And there we are. And the conference is finished. And my wife and I are rejoicing. And we're on our way home. And we go down. And we had parked at the Hilton Hotel. At the bottom there. Because it's right next to the ICC. We had parked there. And uh, I realized I'm parked. In a metered parking. Inside the hotel with boom gates. And security guards. And I need to pay. For my parking. I, I looked. I got no money. I realized I gave it all by faith. 
Now, here's the moment we either decide your faith doesn't work or you're in the kingdom. Tell your neighbor, I'm part of the kingdom. Hallelujah. So we go down there and I'm thinking to myself, I've got only one rand in my, this little pocket here, you know, the top little one. Sometimes there's money in there. I found one rand. Those were the days before I got the revelation of the change tray. You know, uh, Mzalwan. We don't have ashtrays. We've got change trays. Amen. You throw all your change in there. But I had no money. I had just one rand here in, my, in this little pocket. I thought to myself, I'll negotiate with the God. I'll tell him I'm a man of God. <laughs> Amen. So I've got it all worked out. How am I going to say? How am I going to greet him and bless him? You know, and razzle dazzle. <laughs> and I get down to the bottom and there's no God, only a machine. And it's got this little display, five rand you. And so I realize I can't negotiate with the machine. So I said to my wife, and she said, what are you going to do? I said, it needs five rand. I said, here goes. So I took my ticket, put it in, says five rand. I said, here we go. Thank you, Jesus. Put my one rand <laughs> The machine gave me a ticket and two rand change. <laughs> hey, I drove home lacquer, man. I just threw those boom gates. I'm a part of the kingdom. Somebody say, I'm a part of the kingdom. I live kingdom life. I live a miraculous life. I live a supernatural life. Tell your neighbor, the kingdom of God is at hand. This week, no matter what you face, the kingdom is at hand. The miracle worker is at hand. The presence of the Lord is at hand. Work a miracle. Put a one rand in a five rand machine if you have to. Amen. Hey, hey. We serve a miracle-working God. Hallelujah. Somebody say kingdom life. Jesus said the kingdom is upon you. In other words, where you walk, the kingdom is. Where you go, the kingdom is. The miracles are. The supernatural is. Where you are, the supernatural is at hand. Hallelujah. Believe. That's simple. Amen. Work the miracle. Take never work the miracle. We trust that you were blessed by the transforming word of God and that you were inspired to be more like Jesus. If you would like more information about Durban Christian Center South and our various ministries, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube channel, or visit our website www.durbanchristiancentre.co.za.